What up, what up, what up, what up, everybody? Joe Rodriguez coming to you from Connecticut. I wanted to hear that, just for me. Makes me feel a little bit better. Um, so I want to say hello really quick. I'm going to bring in my uh, my fellow crew members right now in just a moment. But before uh, we do, I basically just wanted to um, you know, say that uh, we are April 2nd. Yesterday was April Fool's, and... Um, Somebody posted that the coronavirus was over. Obviously, it got me. But uh, enough of that. We're still in lockdown, many of us, that is, across the country. And, um, you know, I mean, hopefully you guys are staying safe. Hopefully uh, you and your loved ones are staying safe. But uh, the reality is that we just don't know how long it's going to be before, uh, you know, we get through this. But let's keep pushing. Anyway, all right, so now I'm going to bring in my panel. Ahí está. Let me introduce you guys from left to right. So, arriba tenemos a Edwin Cáceres. To his, uh, to the right of the monitor, we have uh, Ivan Toribio. On the bottom left, we have Luis Bravo, and then Super Mojado is on the bottom right. So, fellas, what is going on, dude? Luis, I want to start off with you, man, because uh, I know we hadn't had a chance to uh, to speak to you. Uh, and see how you're doing. How, how you've been holding up with the with you know with the situation. So tell us about it, man. Yeah, man. Uh, nice to see you on the podcast once again. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, like it's been kind of eerie, kind of weird stepping out of the house now. Uh, I myself is almost my second week working from home, and. Uh, the past week was actually the first time I actually stepped out of the house to go to the store buy something. So it was the first time usually seeing how people are wearing gloves, wearing masks outside. It was kind of kind of creepy, kind of scary, kind of something that you would get of a TV show or something like that. But uh, I'm trying to stay sane, trying to stay focused at work, which is right now my workstation's in my living room, like most of the uh, people here in the U.S. and around the world. But, but uh, just trying to stay sane, trying to stay Wow, whose dog was that? Mine. Sorry. <laughs> What's up, Edwin? How you doing, man? <laughs> my, my bad, guys. I have I have four dogs, so you know they're oh. kind of loud. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, what's up with you, brother? How you doing today? Good, guys. How are you guys in? Pues ahí vamos. A ver, Iván Toribio, cómo estás, man? Saludos. Good guy. Uh, good. Bien aquí. Gracias a Dios. Still working both of my jobs, and I go out if I have to go. If not, I've been home trying to do my part. Yeah, that's smart, dude. What about you, Super? What's going on with you, dude? Just hanging in here, man. I've been locked down for <laughs> weeks almost now. I don't go anywhere at all. <laughs> Crazy. Listen, my mind. So miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Ahora sí que no, te... actually, I've been, I've, been to, I've been trying to keep busy at home, you know, so many projects. When you own a house, you know that, that that's uh, your second job. You never you never have free time. <laughs> hey, uh, so guys, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about some uh, some football. Let's get right into it, because uh, right now the big announcement was that the, the Champions League was officially or indefinitely suspended. So... <laughs> Um, yeah. I think uh, I want to start off with that because basically what that means is that that's going to kind of like set the tone and it's going to set the precedence because basically what they're trying to do is that they're hoping that, you know, the EPL and all these other European leagues end up like finishing up their leagues. Um, hey, Louis, let, let's start off with you. Do you think that was a right move for uh, for UEFA to just kind of allow the other leagues to, to finish 
Or is the Champions League a much more important tournament than maybe that should um, take precedence? Well, honestly, everything everything is on hold, every single sport. So I think the main thing is to keep everything suspended right now, making sure everyone does their part. Like uh, we've been saying, everyone's been saying, do your part. Uh, so I think obviously that was more than anything, that was the right decision to do to suspend all these European leagues. But as we did see, uh, I believe it was the Belgium league someone mentioned earlier today was uh, they took, Definitely, I believe they canceled their season, right? They already crowned their own champion. Yeah. So we might see uh, other leagues go on and probably do the same thing uh, uh, if this continues. Yeah. Which, that... which, <laughs> which for some people in Mexico might might sound good for all the Cruz Azul fans, man. That's true. No, that's not fair. That's true. The Cruz Azul fans I don't would think be thrilled about that. <laughs> In Mexico, they'll send the players out to play, watch. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that, um, Ivan, because I know that uh, the EPL is talking about potentially getting um, the season back uh, up and running, but obviously without fans. You know, so yeah. is what, what do you think of that move, man? Man, it's tough. Um, obviously, health is a major concern <laughs> for everybody, especially during these times. Um, I, I don't know how to put it in words, Joe. It's just every league is different. Like every continent has different cases of the coronavirus. You get me? So I guess it's kind of like on a day based on a daily basis, based on what that country is going through. I can use the example. Um, I'm a teacher, and one week they tell us. Like, you know, we're not going to work the rest of the year. Then they said we're going to open in May. And then now they're starting to tell us that the schools are going to be closed for the rest of the school year. Right. So I think they're kind of playing it as the day goes. The same thing for the sports league. They're kind of going by it based on how people are reacting to it. Personally, me, I mean, I think I, can, I don't want to speak for everybody. I wouldn't mind seeing these games, even without fans. I think that would be something cool, but I mean, I don't want players to start getting like infected or anything like that. As you can see, NBA players have already gotten infected and even the New York Knicks owner got infected with right. coronavirus. So right, right, right. That's kind of, that's our concern, man. Just player safety. What do you guys think? Do you guys feel like some people are just not taking this serious? Like, uh, that they feel like this is still like some kind of hoax or it's a joke? I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but <clears throat> uh, Schalke 04 from the Bundesliga and Stuttgart came back into the training grounds today. They came back to, into training today, uh, but of course respecting the distance um, the distance rule that they have in Germany. They've been doing uh, solo workouts, if all the players put in their training, official training grounds with their the whole staff. Everybody came back to work, so, mm. you know. <clears throat> Yeah, no, I mean, that kind of makes sense. But even then, is that the right thing? Is that smart? Like, you know, because distance, so that means that what, what what kind of training are they doing? Are they just doing, like, you know, cardiova cardiovascular training? Because, you know, no, they're, they're kicking they're the, ball the ball around? They're working with the ball? They're, they're, they're doing, yeah, they're working. They're doing special set of drills just to, like, the ones that people, like, the players will do during preseason to get back in track, to get back in, in that soccer rhythm that they need to have. For whenever this thing comes back, I know Bundesliga. Mm -hmm. They said that since uh, Germany doesn't is not suffering as much as uh, um, France and Italy and, and all Spain. the other countries in Europe, yeah. um, they're planning. They're planning of canceling complete the Pokal Cup mm -hmm. and uh, and have their teams removed. Oh, this this was their plan before. Now that the Champions League and the Europa League is closed, has canceled. They wanted to. Uh, pull their teams away from those tournaments and play and play uh, all the all the <clears throat> uh, jornadas that are left, um, like one during the week and the other one on the weekend, just going back to back games. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy, man. I mean, but every every country is affected differently, that's for sure. Um, yeah. Hey, hey Louis, um, what do you think uh, right now? Is probably like the the thing that's going to impact the MLS the most. I mean. 
unlike the rest of the world, they, they work in their own calendar. And at least they have the benefit that they're going to have like all the rest of the of the years. Uh, I mean, of the month, I should say, to, yeah. to be able to catch up. So uh, do you think uh, in a way that's kind of like a, a blessing in disguise for them or they're still going to be impacted nonetheless? Well, I think they are going to be impacted uh, one way or the other. But one thing is, obviously, MLS focuses more on the fan experience, right? The games, people attending the live games, right? Because they know... At, in the TV here, most of the other leagues, like the NBA, the NFL, come September, they're the ones that pretty much get the main viewers on TV. So the MLS has shifted their focus in having uh, their on-field experience or whenever fans do go, trying to get more fans to go to the stadium. Right. And as we're seeing, a lot of people, unfortunately, here are getting unemployed uh, because a lot of companies are closing. And I feel like that is going to be a major impact uh, when they do resume. Obviously, we don't know. I think I believe the MLS actually pushed back. We didn't hear you, Lewis. You got cut off, dude. And we, I've, I've been keeping it a close eye. Oh, sorry. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we got you now. Yeah, we back. didn't, we didn't hear what you said. What, what did you repeat that one more time? Oh yeah, that. The MLS, I believe they pushed back uh, the timetable for when teams are able to regroup and actually train All on right. the actual training ground. Yeah. And I've been keeping a close eye like on another league like the NBA, which um, they're having the same dilemma of when to restart. Obviously, they were getting close to the playoffs, which the MLS is completely on the other spectrum where they were barely on week two that they had yeah. just finished. And so it's something completely different. The NBA is trying to figure out how they can play without that. But at the same time, maybe having all these players quarantined in a place and playing all the games in one venue or in one city itself so there's no con pretty much uh, contact with other people that might have or might be exposed. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's kind of difficult because you have a lot of people that are not part of the team. You have people that are in TV that have to be at the game. If not... There's no point in playing most of these games. I mean, the point of playing these games is to be televised and keep making money since there's no fans in the stadium. So it's 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 difficult, but I feel like MLS has the advantage of they were only in week two, that they can push back their league uh, as long as it needs to be, honestly. Right, right. And um, I think that's a smart, that's a smart thing. Go ahead, uh, Louis. I mean, uh, Ivan, you were going to add something. Yeah, I think it would be tough honestly, for them to push it back just because of uh, ratings, like he said, like Louis said, um, they're going to be fighting. I mean, not fighting, but they're going to be like issues with like who like MLB is being pushed back. Um, basketball wants to finish. Then we have the WNBA and everybody knows that NFL is like number one for ratings in this country. So it's going to be, it's going to be tough if they push back. I think that's why each professional sport in this country has its season. They take turns so they don't have to fight over ratings. And it's going to be even tougher now. Lewis, you brought up a good point where if people are not working, how are they going to have money to go to the games? Everybody's going to be watching on TV. Right. And that's one of the things that I've been talking about in the past uh, several podcasts that, you know, that's probably going to be the place where sports are going to suffer the most because, uh, you know, attendance is going to drop. I think that uh, a lot of the people who support sporting events, you know, are, are, are being impacted right now because of uh, the coronavirus situation. And, you know, if it means, you know, whether you eat or whether you have, you know, food on the table or you pay your rent or your bills or go to a sporting event, I mean, most of us think that, you know, we know what's going to take, you know, um, presidents and what's going to, what's going to, you know, what yeah. people are going to, you know, uh, take as a priority. So, who knows? I mean, that, that's, that's where it's going to be really interesting. And then the other thing, too, that I wanted to bring up uh, is that, for example, companies right now, um, like uh, DAZN, uh, who you guys may or may not be familiar with, but those of you who are boxing fans probably do know that, that company. They're the, yeah. the company that paid uh, Canelo Alvarez $365 million so, they can, uh, so he can uh, you know, be their, their guy for, for, for boxing. Anyway, uh, they said that they were going to withhold payments uh, to some of the leagues. Um, so the zone may not necessarily be a big player 
here in the United States when it comes to like soccer or, or any other, other major sports. But the zone's a big player in Europe. You know, they're a big player out there. And they own the rights to the Champions League and a bunch of other tournaments. And now they're saying that they're not they're going to withhold, withhold payments. So obviously that's going to create like a domino effect or it could give potentially some ideas to a company like ESPN or like some other companies, right, who also have similar deals with the NBA and, you know, MLS or whatever other league, you name it. And, for example, let, let's talk about like how much money the NBA finals generate. You know, so we don't even know if there's going to be an NBA Finals. Just the playoffs alone generate millions of dollars in advertising revenue for ESPN. So those are the things that are just going to be impacted. So that's one in the one one side of the spectrum. The other side of the spectrum is this. So for those of us who work in the sports entertainment industry, there's a lot of people who are freelancers as well who work on um, who work in doing uh, uh, and covering these uh, these events, but they're not. <clears throat> they're exactly what I just said. They were freelancers, and those guys aren't paid like pay. You know, they're they they're basically paid for their work. So now a lot of these events are canceled. You know, and uh, a story came out about a, a company called Saint Clair. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it or not, but Saint Clair Broadcasting they own or they ended up buying all the regional sports networks like the Fox Sports and all that from Disney, and uh, and then uh, they said that they they were going to give a loan to those people. You know, that was several days ago. I don't know if they changed their mind or updated, but it's crazy, man. You know, like, obviously, the CEO was being criticized. Somebody was saying the CEO makes, like, $7.5 million, and they're going to give these employees a loan. I mean, that's kind of like a slap in the face for some of them, but I don't know. I mean, going back to you guys' point, I think that's where it gets a little tricky, right? It's going to be impactful to everybody. That's just um, – that. that's where I feel like it's going to be – it's going to be really, really tough. So, um Edwin, like, have you talked to any other players or have you talked to, uh, you know, any former players or people that you may know? Uh, and, like, what, what are the players thinking or what have you heard? Anything in your circles? Um, I know I know a few players from Tigres are getting, I think, I believe it's either 50 or 60% off of their payment cut. Um and within the uh, um, women's team and their and the and the main Primera División team, as 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 same as the teams from the Fuerzas Básicas, they're already getting paid like Tercera División and Segunda División in in Liga Liga Premier. I know they're getting uh, cut on their paycheck and willingly to to cover some of their employee employees' um, salary. I know that for sure. I know Venados is doing kind of the same thing. Um, some Monterrey too. There's uh, there's a few players out there that they're they're taking pay cuts. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, well, come on, guys. Let's let's really uh think about this. I mean, these players are making shit lot of money. You know. Uh. Yeah. And it, it's good. It's good that they're getting their their pay, paychecks cut to cover. For other people, like the people that work at the stadiums, just think about that. You know, those guys are probably not getting paid at all. So maybe, you know, it's good that they're doing this, you know, and, and pay the, the people that really need it right now. Because this guy, yeah. you know, like uh, I saw a video and uh, going around saying uh, of, of this older guy, yeah, you're telling us to stay home and, and, and uh, you know, be safe and, but you guys live in mansions. You guys have like a tennis court on your on your uh, in your backyard. You have basketball courts. You have everything. You have a pool. You have come stay in my house, and you see how it is. You know, right now I have nothing to eat, so I have to go out and get something to eat. And so all those guys that I speak, I've seen a few of them that say that uh, that are complaining because they gotta take a pay cut right now, dude. You know, when you're making like six figures, you know, <clears throat> you shouldn't be complaining about taking a pay cut. No, you know, six figures. You, I mean, you mean you mean uh, you mean seven to eight figures, super. super. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm, but, aiming, I'm aiming low there because some of these, not all of those guys. Are, yeah, if you're a top player, you make a lot more than that. But the average player probably is going to make something like that, you know. And and um, uh, and but still, that's a lot of money, you know. So, yeah, but not not to defend them, you know. And I'm not. I don't. I don't want to try to trying to sound like if I'm defending the, those players. But just to just to say something about that is the like Pollo Briseño came out and said, 
you guys don't know where we're investing our money on. And if you already spend that money, that paycheck. So maybe he is like, there's some players that had, they had um, open up restaurants and bars and all this stuff. And yeah, they're, they're trying to, they're, they can't afford to get those pay cuts because they got to pay, they got to pay their, their staff too on their, on their businesses. And so all goes around to, to, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe they're split. I mean, I know Tigres is doing it for sure. Tigres and Monterrey, it's, it's not the Liga MX wasn't the, weren't the ones that said that. La Federación Mexicana weren't the ones that were trying to like get everybody to take a pay cut. I know Tigres did it for sure. Rayados did it for sure. I don't know how the other teams are working and I, and I don't know all that stuff, but we can't really, we, people, people can't really come, um, can't really try to like tell them, Hey, you know what? Stay in my house, do this, like do that. Like you can't really be arguing with them because they're making that money and they're not willing to accept that, that pay cut. I'm sorry, but they're in a way they're working and they're putting their physical, uh, their body, um, uh, exposed to play to to give you an entertainment and I and and if they're making that money it's not it's not your fault it's not it's not their fault it's because directivas and sponsors want to pay them that and I don't think I don't I don't think if they tell you super to take a pay cut on your paycheck to help another an, another person you're gonna be willing to do that too because your family has to eat too. I understand, but but what I'm trying to say here with their salaries, and don't tell me like, uh, okay, he said, okay, I already invested in restaurants and stuff. What about every other restaurant that the government ordered them to shut down? Okay, so and that's the only that's their only income. You know, come on, man. It's, he's not the only guy that owns restaurants. Other people have restaurants, but that's the only income they have. You know, so yeah, well, good question. Come on, go ahead. Quick question, Joe. Uh, I don't I, myself. I don't know this, but I, maybe one of you do. Um, have any of the Liga MX owners? Huh? Anyone from their put in a fund like that? Dude, um, sorry, you cut off a little bit. Could you repeat the question? Yeah. Have do you guys know of any Liga MX owners that have put out? any of their own money to create funds maybe for people that work at the stadiums, people that work no. outside the stadium, stuff like that. I ha I personally I haven't. I I so I know I I follow I follow Pachuca. Well because I'm a Pachuca fan, right? And Jesus Martinez actually put out a statement today in a video of where uh they other than they help they help like uh, their their workers, they also to people working in the streets and and people that are needed the help, um, they're donating um, despensas. I don't know how to say that in English. Um, like they're donating food. They're donating food to their to to all these uh, families in need, um, and they're also donating money to to their um, to. I know there's like uh, foundations. They're they're taking care of special need kids and all this stuff, and they're not getting all the funds that they should right now because everything that's happening and I know Pachuca has always been good in helping out their people from that state, from the city of Hidalgo, the city of Pachuca, like city of Pachuca. And so I know I saw that today of Jesus Martinez coming out and saying that they, they were helping out hospitals. They were helping out people in, out in the streets that needed the help and also their, their staff and their, and their coaches and everybody on their, that's surrounding the Pachuca, the Pachuca, family is still getting is still getting a full paycheck even though they're not working yeah i think that's a, a case-by-case basis to be honest i think that yeah that that's um because even 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 though we've seen a lot of owners even like as, as everyone was about to mention you know in the nba you've seen a couple of them uh you know yeah. you you've seen uh, several in the um in mls as well but that's all, you know, there's no, like, general consensus as far as, like, you know, what people are doing or, like, how, you know, uh, certain owners are stepping in or, or stepping out. You know what I mean? I think that that's uh, that's where it just gets a little bit dicey because um, some may do more than others. Some may do it for, like, legit philanthropy, and others may do it just yeah. specifically for the uh, sake of, to. yeah, for the sake of publicity, you know? Because they need a good PR yeah. and stuff like that. But going back to like Super's point, and I think Super does make a good point about this. Um, and so do you, Edwin. I think that players, for example, you know, yeah, they, they make the, their money because 
That's what the sponsors basically dictate that they're worth. And it's ultimately the fans' fault who end up, like, you know, uh, make enough money or, like, consuming, right? So they can make this massive, massive amounts of money. But that's the point I think Super was trying to make, that it's a massive amount of money. And when we compare it to, like, individuals who are making minimum wage or even people who are making, like, 15 bucks an hour, dude, a lot of people, when they go, like, oh, 15 bucks an hour, 15 bucks an hour is, like, $30,000 a year, dude. You know what I mean? That, that and, and again, we're talking about the United States. We're not $30,000 a year in Mexico goes a long way. You know, I'm not talking about $30,000 a year in Mexico. I'm talking about $30,000 a year in the United States, especially in a place like LA. If you make $30,000 a year and you live in Los Angeles, you're not even going to be able to live in, in a shared apartment. You, you right? can't even buy a house with that. No, no, you can't even live in an apartment and 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 you rent an apartment. And you can't rent. exactly. That's my point. Yeah. You know, uh, one yeah. bedroom. Like you know, you guys both are, are in L.A. Uh, Ivan and 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 Lewis. I lived in L.A. for many years, yeah. but you know, people are telling me that a one bedroom apartment now is going for like eighteen hundred bucks. You know. Yeah, give or take. So so roughly. that so so if that if you Damn. live in a one bedroom apartment and you're paying eighteen hundred bucks, right? That's twenty like that's t- over twenty thousand dollars a year. So if you're making thirty grand a year, you know, and this is net, I mean, this is gross, right? I mean, you're you're paying more than yeah. like sixty percent, seventy percent of your salary on just apartments. But anyway, so that's what I think that we're getting at. That it's a lot of money that people have, and again, it's not just owners, man. It's just people with with lots of money. Like, how in the world does somebody like Jeff Bezos decide that he's gonna ask? somebody to donate money for his company employees when Jeff Bezos is worth over a hundred billion dollars. Like things like that are the mm-hmm. things that just don't make sense to me. He's worth a hundred billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Yet he's asking for people to match donations for his employee. He could, because he said, well, quote unquote, we're asking people to match, um, you know, or to help out. I started out with a $25 million donation. Like, so you want other people who are also struggling or maybe okay to help donate for one of the richest companies in the world? It, it, you know what I mean? Th- that's where I think it's it's wrong. It, and it just doesn't make sense. It baffles me. So why couldn't he or or the company, why couldn't the company just say, you know what? Let's go ahead and uh, instead of giving them 25, let's go ahead and give them 50 million. Because you know they have that. Like companies like that are, are just like loaded with cash. But the reality is that you know it's all about it's all about the bottom line, and it's all about the shareholders. But like now, the stock market is tanking. There's a bunch of companies right now that are going under. Companies like, for example, like Royal Royal Caribbean and Carnival Cruise Lines. And I'm getting way out of topic, but I also wanted to bring bring this up to you guys because I want to share what I know. But a company like, for example, like you know, like Carnival, whose stock is now sitting like around four dollars a pop. The, the carnival stocks were worth like 50, 55 bucks just about like three months ago, you know? So yeah. all these companies, man, like that were just like, you know, just riding on cash and now are hurting, you know, now they have to be bailed out by, by, by the government, you know? Airlines are in the same boat, dude. So my, my point is this, is just a super, I don't know, and, and go ahead and, and, Finish correct me, correcting me if you think I was wrong. That's what I think you're kind of getting at, right? That these people that have a lot of money, they have a ton of money, right? And there's just others that exactly. And and uh, and what about small businesses that you know they're probably not gonna come back to it. Some people that were just starting and now they're bankrupt. So that's what I'm saying. You know, you can't really compare like yourself to oh because you have you invested in three restaurants. Now uh, you already pay that money, so you you can't take a pay cut. Come on, man! Don't cry that when you you're just saying you know I have oh I have I have businesses that I just invested and I can't take a pay cut. I know, man. You know, I'm, the average I'm, I'm, person. I'm, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not saying the average person. You know, like like I said, people that are just starting like a little business that they put all their saving in, savings into it, and now they won't come back because. They can't take a hit like this, you know, because believe me, this is not over. They, you know, like the experts are saying that 
and I think in uh, in the next two to three weeks, it's gonna be the the peak of this uh, uh, epidemic. Oh, yeah. We're not at the peak yet, so it, it's only gonna get worse before it gets better. I think you're right. I think, uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. Go, go ahead, Edwin. No, go, go ahead. All right. I think you guys are, you guys are all bringing interesting points. And one of the things um, that I know small businesses are, I don't want to say, I don't know, I don't know their numbers exactly, but they're all struggling. And um, so many of you guys know we run PVA LA. Um, and have you run it here in Los Angeles? Yeah. So um, what we started about a week ago is I put up something saying that it's small businesses need a shout out or what have you. Um, they sent me like, I just wanted to have them promote and I can tell that I don't want to say they're struggling, but it's been rough because they're not charging for delivery. Uh, they give you something free. If you order your food, obviously because they need the clientele, but we started giving shout outs to a lot of small businesses, either here in LA or different parts of the, uh, different parts of LA where we had like viewing parties on Mexico place. And I got a, like me and Holly got some good feedback from small businesses here that to give them a shout out and they send us a thank you. But it's like it's super sad. Like a bunch of them, their businesses are not making a lot of money, yeah. and it's different compared to like like a national chain like a BJ's or like a IHOP where they can sustain this. But a small business is not going to sustain that one. Like once they go bad, their credit goes bad. It, that takes forever to fix your credit. So it's just. It's different because, like, the amount of money that's involved. But it all boils down to that, <clears throat> money. Yeah, and, and uh, to kind of echo your point, uh, Ivan, uh, small, and remember, like, not all small businesses are created equal, you know? There's some yeah. small businesses that are, like, literally started with a person's, excuse me, individual savings, right? A person who, yeah. who, who knows how long they waited before they even got their business, you know, started. You know, because it took them X amount of years so they can save. And obviously others, like, you know, they used to loan and others used, like, you know, an inheritance or, like, you know, or their parents' help. So not all businesses are created equal. But I can't, I can't even fathom to imagine, for example, like a, a person who, you know, spent the last 10 years to, you know, start up their own little restaurant or to start, like, their own little, you know, whatever shop. And now in a matter of, like, you know, months, it's gone. And I know that the government's like, you know, uh, uh, they're supposed to be supposed to do, uh, you know, loans and all kinds of other things to help like out small businesses. But the reality knows that is that a lot of people in our community, they don't really know like how to go through those procedures. Right. And not only that, but like it's probably going to be really difficult for them to apply for these loans. Like imagine like all the uh, yeah. all the landscapers in L.A., all the small landscapers in L.A. that have their own. Uh, the the jardineros, right? They have their own little businesses and their own yeah. routes, you know. Like, what if the people that are they're cutting the grass or the businesses, you know what? Like, we don't need you anymore. Or we can't bring you on anymore. Or we can't pay you. Or we can't pay exactly, you know. So mm -hmm. that's why it's crazy, man. And and you know, yeah. Like I know that this show's meant to be like all about sports, but that's why like it, it's getting to a point where like it's becoming like much more transcending the sports, <clears throat> you know. Uh, and when we start like thinking about just the amount of money that athletes pay, the amount of money that people spend in entertainment, the amount of money that just, you know, movie stars, uh, pay CEOs get paid and like everybody's struggling and super's right, dude. Like this is not, we're not even at the peak yet, dude. You know, remember 6.6 6 million people filed for unemployment, dude. And, 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 and just to give you some context. At the peak of the last recession that we had, there wasn't even like 600,000 people in one week. So we're talking about 10 times. And this is only, again, like technically like the quote-unquote second week. The beginning. Yeah. So next week, it might go up to like 10 million. And the week after that, it might go to 20, you know? Uh, Joe, and, Joe, and that's, yeah. only, that's only counting the states that are really affected by this so far. Because there's states that have not been affected by the coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah, and big state Yeah, because even that true, like the unemployment thing. I know a few people that work at the airport with the TSA, right? And they just started, like, just barely on the twenty seventh. I know I can't say names or anything because I do their taxes, mm -hmm. and they told me like, I could kind of hurry up and do some of their taxes because 
they got a letter that on the 26th and the 27th was their last day. So a lot of TSA employees at LAX are getting like laid off. So that wave is coming as well, too. Right, right. No, so both of you guys are right. Like, so it's states, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, certain fields, right? Uh, certain areas yeah. of employment uh, and, and, and add also into the fact that there's a lot of people who haven't even been able to file you know, because like the system is over flooded. There's a bunch of like, you know, shortage of, of, of people that, that can answer their, their questions or can help them out. And again, think about all of our, all of the raza, right? Toda nuestra gente that don't even know how to do that, you know, that are yeah, eligible um, and aren't, aren't even doing that. Right, Ivan? Yeah, that, that was one of the things, one of the meetings that we had like recently. Yeah. Um, even right now, like some people that I file taxes for, obviously like a little older, I don't charge people or anything. Yeah. Um, one lady, she did tell me that she got laid off from, she works at a hotel for the Hilton. Yeah. And she told me that to hurry up, not hurry up, but she was nice about it. And she asked me like, if I can go or somehow online help her fill out her unemployment because she doesn't know how to do the unemployment. So she's never done that. And she doesn't speak very, like her, she speaks, she understands English. Um, but she doesn't speak it very well. So it's going to, like, you know, that's another challenge for her. Obviously, technology is a barrier, too, for some of us. But, you know, hopefully we can get through this. We can get positive. But like we said, too, and it, it varies state by state. Because in San Francisco, they're saying that things are kind of, like, dying down. In L.A., we're kind of, like, iffy. But in New York, it's getting bad. It's like it's not getting any better in New York. Not so, I mean, one of yeah, one of my best friends in New York actually just got diagnosed. She has been my best friend for over 10, 12 years. And yeah. she just got diagnosed with actually with the coronavirus. That's and crazy. she hasn't even been she she hasn't even been out. Like the thing is that she was yeah. at her apartment and she ordered some food to 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 be delivered and I think that's what it was. Well, yeah. what's his name? Paulo Divala from Juventus? Paulo Divala. He, he yeah, he just tested positive again. Or, you know how they get retested? Yeah, I just saw it on Twitter right now. That he, like, a few seconds well, ago, uh, him and his wife got the, I don't know. I don't know her name, but she was going to go to the, Olymp to the Olympics. Um, and she's a Mexican diver, swim diver. And uh, she tested positive. But then, uh, I, I think a few days back, she just posted on Twitter that she's completely cured from the, from the virus. Oh, okay. And she wow. she went to get it tested again, and she was feeling uh, like she was feeling good, and she went to get tested again, and then the virus yeah. was out of her system. I think it's just when what she said it was that, I mean, there's different what the apparently what the doctor said is that there's different types of this virus. There's a stage one, a stage two, and stage two. Um, okay. and and that uh, she, um. She got the stage two, and it didn't affect her that much. But people that are getting the stage three are even still like, guys that are young are are getting real affected by this, and some of them are even close to like, a fight for their lives. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I I think it's um, it's something that again, it's uh, it's finally hitting a lot of people. You know, it's um. Mm -hmm. It's it's becoming more and more of a reality. I know there was a person that I knew from um, from NAHJ, the National Hispanic, uh, the National Association of Hispanic Journalists. Um, yeah. That uh, ended up passing away. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't know her personally, but I, I remember like going to the conferences, and uh, I saw her several times uh, at the conference, and you know she died of complications uh, from the coronavirus. So, uh, again, it's becoming more and more common for us to know somebody that knows somebody. And before we know it, it may even be very close to us, you know, or it can be literally somebody um, who's dear to our heart. So it's tough, and man. I think that's, that's when and people understand when it hits home, they'll be like, damn, this is serious. Yeah. And I, I think we, we went a little bit off topic of, of, of like what I was trying to say. A little bit in there, and I agree with all of you all on every point that you guys make. But I'm just kind of tired of seeing people ganging on, um, like uh, athletes on social media, or ganging on people from the entertainment business, um, 
just because they're making that kind of money. I'm sorry, but we're the number one consumers on that, and we're 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 giving them that money. I mean, what was the reason why Chicharito was brought to LA for marketing? Right. Did they want to make an they want to make an impact on 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 the because LAFC was taking all the was taking all the eyes and on people because of the season they had in Carlos Vela. And so what was the, what was the, a way for them to to make an impact to bring a star like Chicharito, which everywhere he goes, he makes you you make money. He, he makes the club makes make money, and people are buying their T-shirts. People are buying buying all this stuff. And even like this time, I have a friend that he ordered he ordered the New Jersey from Chivas, and I'm like, and and he got in trouble at at home from his wife because he was like, bro, like you're spending maybe not a not a lot, ninety like ninety dollars that the jersey's <laughs> worth, but we could be using that in like toilet paper, water, or food. You know, he just you bought know? that recently, and, like right now. Yeah, he just he just <laughs> bought it this week. Yeah, wow. he just bought it this week. And and I just I just think también por qué era de las Chivas no es por eso compra puro mugrero por eso lo perdonaron güey por eso lo perdonaron compra puro mugrero por eso okay anyway so you're upset you're upset that people are are ganging up on on entertainers and no it's it's not that I it's not that I'm upset but you got to understand that they're human beings too and yeah maybe the lifestyle is a little more expensive. But that's that's not their problem. At the end of the day, it's not their issue that they they made it all the way to professional just because your deal didn't make it and now he's working in construction. is not a reason for you to gang up on them, you know? All right, guys. And that was Edwin, all right? That was none of us. It was Edwin. <laughs> yeah, I, I, take, I take full responsibility for I take I take full responsibility for what I said, man. All right. Well... <laughs> So, uh, super. Are you gonna are you gonna give a counter? Because I saw your little brain behind your mask, just like going full circles, dude. So I know you had you had something to say. So go ahead, dude. I'm just like, listen. I understand that nobody likes to take a pay cut. All right. It doesn't matter how much you're making. I understand it, but just don't cry about it. If you don't like it, do 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 your own fight. Just don't, you know, throw it to the wind. And if you don't want to get, uh, especially in social media, if you if you want to take the hit, you know, just you yeah. know, deal with it on your but, own. If you air it out there, of course you're gonna get all these, uh, you know, people uh, jumping on you. I mean, I uh, to me, I, I don't care. You know, those guys, if they take pay cuts or don't take pay cuts, you know, whatever. You know, it's it is it is what it is. You know, it's their conscience. Look, here's here's what I because, wanted to say. Why do you think they're making taking pay, or trying to give them pay cuts to help other people that are uh, you know less fortunate than them because they have the skills like Edwin says. Here, here's what I was gonna say, dude. I was gonna just say that um, you know Edwin Edwin does make a point, and I see why why he is to, uh, you know tired or he doesn't want people to be ganging up on. On uh, on the rich, we live in a capitalistic world, right? But last t- last week I said it. My problem with capitalism is unchecked capitalism, and the problem that I have right now is just with inequality, because the 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 gaps are just so vast between rich people and poor people, and even like the middle class people, like the middle class is disappearing, you know. So I I think that that's where like I have like a big problem, and and Edwin, I think that. I don't think that people are really hating on athletes or entertainers entertainers because of the amount of money they have. I think a lot of them uh, are maybe talking smack. And I mean, like, you know, just uh, society in general or, or people for, for several reasons. And I think Super does make a point about social media, right? The reality is that if anybody, and this goes for anybody who was out on social media, just know that you're bound to be attacked by someone, even your friends, your friends are going to, you know, just talk smack to you or just tell you something that you're not going to like, you're going to disagree with, right? That's, that's one thing. And then the other thing too, uh, is that there's a bunch of knucklehead moves happening right now. Uh, and not just necessarily by celebrities or athletes, but like by somebody who they know. One of the moves that I heard was about, I think it was Lady Gaga's dad, 
you know, who is a restaurant and business owner. And uh, from what I heard or I understand, Lady Gaga is also part owner of that restaurant. And she's worth like over 100 million bucks or whatever, right? So she's mm-hmm. she's a multi-generational millionaire. Like, when are you going to waste $100 million, right? So anyway, so if the father of a multi-rich person goes and asks the general public or creates a GoFundMe so they can, you know, pay for their employees' month, uh, uh, wages... I mean, like when he has a multi-millionaire daughter, you know, it's it's a thing that I just don't understand. Like some people are like, well, that's not her. That's not, it's his daughter's money. It's not his money, blah, blah, blah. It's like some people are quick to defend, right? But yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? Like it's little moves yeah, like yeah. that that rubs people the wrong way. And they're like, dude, yeah. multi, like it's a multi-generational amount of money that they have why do they need to be asking the general person for for money when he's got like you know basically a bank (laughs) right in front of him and yeah i get it it's not his money it's his daughter's money i get that but wouldn't it be easier for him to ask his daughter for money first you see what i mean He's not gonna ask her that. So, I mean, yeah, you're totally. I mean, you're totally right about that. It's just those moves, dude. It's but, it's those moves, and yeah, I, and I think. And then the the other thing too is also about like you know I guess some athletes are complaining about how bored they are in their mansions, right? Among other things. Uh, that, that I that, that I do. That's pretty boring. I, that I do. I do hate it. You know, like that I do. I so, do agree with you that they shouldn't. They shouldn't be like. They shouldn't be, um, like even posting on social media how bored they are. I mean, there's some people that are doing, like, challenges and stuff like that. That's cool. I mean, that keeps them busy or whatever. But that's just – it's just two different points from talking about, like, how bored they're in, then, like, a 25-acre mansion right. with, like, 10 rooms and a, uh, a um, movie room, a theater movie theater room, and, like, a Olympic pool that they might have a tennis court and all this stuff. Right. But it's another it's, – it's another, it's another thing um, – because it, it's, I mean, obviously there's a big difference between the amount of money the players make in Europe about the money, money, the amount of money the players make in Mexico or MLS. Yeah. I think MLS players, if you're not a franchise player, you get you get the same salary as a as a teacher here in the U.S. No, wait, oh, what's what? Mind. Yeah, what's the salary of a teacher? I don't, I, 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 I don't think that's all right. That's what I. That's that, that, you that's kind of like what that. I was. That's that's kind of what I was hearing. Yeah, no, like, no, no, no. I when, I no, I went. I don't think so. Dude. And if you're not like, if you're not a franchise player, well, I mean, you're not making as much money as a as a franchise player, you know. We gotta, yeah, we got we gotta. Yo, No, I think. Uh, like I said, like, there's a big difference in salaries from. From players in Europe and and yeah, all you all the players that you see like having fun and doing all these challenges, they're mainly the players that they're getting paid pretty good in 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 Europe. You know, like all Alexander uh, Chamberlain, like Pulisic for a case of U.S. player that's living in London. You know, and and there's a big difference between a pay cut of uh, of Hector Herrera, the place for the place for Atletico Madrid. Another like uh, Marcos uh, Marcos Garcia that plays for Pumas, you know. Yeah. Look, I I just I just to throw out a number out there. I it's not official. I googled it, and the minimum salary for a soccer player in 2019 MLS fifty six thousand two hundred and fifty. That's the minimum salary. Minimum, right? Not the medium, yeah. not the mode. No, <laughs> not the, uh, that's the minimum. minimum. Yeah, that's a. That's more good. than that's more than teachers, right? It's, and there's, yeah, yeah. And there's some. I don't know, man. Six thousand dollars, man. What? I don't know, man. I saw one of my teachers had a Bugatti, so you know. <laughs> Was what kind of teacher you had? Can you explain how to pass mota or what? That's a guy that's a crazy In my high school, in my high school days, my my teacher had a blue Bugatti that we all took pictures with. I even have the pictures. I'll put it on the group chat. Yeah, can you? Yeah, actually, send send it on the chat and next expose that teacher. No. Yeah. (laughs) Like for real. Like I'm not even kidding. Oh man. Are you sure that was his only job? (laughs) Exactly. Right. Exactly. I, I hope so. 
Well, yeah, I teach. I have two jobs, and yeah, I was about to say, Ivan, you're a teacher, listen, right? Listen. Yeah, that's no, what but Teachers are one of the professions that are, are the, the the most underpaid in this country. So, for sure, for and sure. I think world worldwide, not just this. So you know, teachers and and medical stuff. Like right now, like look at look at all this medical stuff. Like they're uh, uh, you know risking their lives, their own lives. You know, uh, trying trying to control this this virus. You know, there's there's a, I, I I'm been seeing videos over and over again of uh, nurses like just. Saying, listen, I, 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 I quit. You know, there, I, we have no mask, we have no gloves. They give, they give us. A, we're not prepared to take, take on this pandemic. So, you know, some of them have been quitting. You know, because they just can't take it anymore. They, they, they're then forced to, to work without PPE. So it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy the way this yeah. thing is, is going on. Yeah, and you know, and for your to support your comments, your your comment, super. One of my really, one of my best friends. Here in San Antonio, works. He just—he's a dreamer, and he just got a job in the medical field. And he—he he, man, he's—he hasn't even been to his mom's. He's staying at a friend's just because he doesn't want to expose his family to this to this whole thing. It's—it's it's sad that they're not—they're not getting paid at least a little more because, I mean, they're exposing themselves to this virus, and they're also don't have the equipment like you say and and it's not only affecting them but it's affecting everyone around them it's just, it's just to me those are the real people they're the real heroes out there you know well and and edwin you said it yourself right now sorry if i cut somebody off but you, you said this yourself right now they're the real heroes right and that's another one yeah. of the reasons why people are getting so upset and annoyed when uh, people start talking about money and how much money any entertainer makes any CEO makes because you're absolutely right. The, the, the heroes are right now are the nurses, the doctors, like the people who are like literally like, you know, dealing with all this stuff right now. And we all know for a fact that they don't make money anywhere near like, you know, the, the amount that any kind of entertainer makes. And again, I mean, yeah. not to bash on them, but you know, it, it's, it's, it, it's our society. It's, it's society's fault. It's our fault because we are the ones that put, the price on entertainment, right? We're the ones that put the value. And if it wasn't because of the amount of money that we're willing to pay for that, then guess what? These entertainers would not be getting paid as much. That's just a reality. Like why have the salaries like skyrocketed astronomically? I shared this, uh, you know, that information with the group the other day since 1980, like how the minimum salaries. So Ivan, you just said that NFL, that uh, MLS salaries, minimum Salaries were fifty thousand dollars, right? That's what you just said. Yeah, for MLS players, fifty-six to fifty at so, the end of last season. So, so the minimum, the minimum salaries for the NFL players in nineteen eighty was fifty thousand dollars, dude. Yeah, that's what it was, you know, for for NFL players in, in nineteen eighty, you know, and NBA players yeah, I, around the same amount. For yeah, baseball has the highest. No, yeah, yeah, but what I was yeah, get, what I was baseball, getting at, baseball yeah. crazy money. But what I was gonna get to yeah. was this: that now the minimum salary for NFL players is half a million dollars, right? Minim, minimum wage, minimum wage in 1980 was three dollars and twenty five cents. Minimum wage Damn. in 2020 is seven dollars and fifty cents, dude. How does minimum wow. wage only double yet? NFL salaries go up a thousand percent. How do CEO salaries go from, you know, the hundred thousand dollar mark, right, to over a million and change in average? That's what I mean about inequality. Like it's like yeah. really like so, it it's it's a big collective problem that we have and we're dealing with. That's just yeah. And I I don't have the answer. I don't have the solution. You know, but I I think that. If this thing keeps on going longer and longer and longer and people literally start having to beg for food and people like just don't have any more money, it's just going to change us as a society drastically. And, and I, I don't know, man. You know, and you know, we're on the edge of experiencing and I'm sorry. And, and it's, it's going to sound, it's going to sound bad what I'm going to say. We're on the end. We're on the edge of experiencing 
what Venezuela was experiencing for a long time, you know, because of their government, uh, um, people were begging for food. Yeah, but I mean, Venezuela is Venezuela's like a whole different issue. Yeah, but Venezuela is yeah, like a whole different issue. It's a, it's a completely different, uh, you know, issue. They have a a person who's a you know a dictator and and like the, yeah, you know, yeah, but I'm saying like, but I'm saying like in, 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 in no, but I'm saying just because in the in in jobs and all this stuff, the there our economy is gonna get to a point where we're gonna have to like you know literally beg for beg for money if people don't understand to stay home. And this doesn't get better. Right, right. But I mean, yeah, like I'm, all I'm saying is just like Venezuela is probably like a bad example because, you know, they're, they're dealing with like a, a you know, a, a dictator. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. like, but I, I see what you mean in the sense of like, it could get really bad. That's just the reality, right? Lewis, I know that you, you were going to say something, right? Like you feel that it could get also really bad, right? Yeah, I mean... Obviously, we're already seeing business close it down. There's other businesses that haven't even closed yet. Right. The big businesses that could probably close in the future because they can't withstand staying open. And that's even more people, like I always said, that there's a lot of people that still haven't even applied for uh, unemployment, for, for help, for unemployment. Yeah, exactly. So we, we still haven't even, we'll probably see just the beginning of what this is causing so far. Yeah, and you know the other thing that's crazy about all this, and this is um, and this is just something to give more context. Um, so I was reading an article the other day about uh, bachelor uh, degrees and about the number of people who are educated, right? And obviously, it's growing exponentially here in this country. And I think uh, just from two thousand to now, uh, the number of people with master's degrees doubled in the U.S. And having a bachelor's degree now, it's kind of like having a high school diploma in the early 2000s, you know, uh, mid-90s. So when people with bachelors and people who are highly uh, educated start losing those jobs or or their jobs, right, they're going to have to work or they're going to want to work. So what's going to happen is that those people, it's going to be like a trickle-down effect. So those people are going to have to find jobs. And even for like, you know, crappy jobs, the people are going to be overqualified. But guess what? Like they'll probably end up getting the jobs over like people who are not. So I know it's an extreme example in comparison, but in India, right, which has over a billion people, but are extremely intelligent, has a lot of people like who have like, you know, doctor, doctorates, PhDs, master's degrees, et cetera, et cetera. Sometimes, even for like a crappy ass job, you have people who are super highly educated applying for like that position, and you have like over a thousand applicants. So, yeah. is it going to get to that? But no. But that's one of those worst case scenarios that we can experience too. You know, where there's an abundance of highly educated people but no jobs, right? So, is it going to get to that? I don't know. But I mean, like that's that, that's. I think this is just what makes this extremely scary. That we just don't know, like where we're going, you know, and 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 I think I think I'm 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 afraid now. I mean, I wasn't, but I I'm afraid now of what could happen to us as a society. So it's it, it's just crazy, man. And the thing is that we have nothing to turn to now. Before, when bad stuff happened, when we went through crisis, we had sports, we had other forms of entertainment, but now we don't even have that. So, what are we turning to? Like, what are we gonna do? Like, what what are we? Now it's just TikTok videos, man. What's that? <laughs> now it's just TikTok videos. That's, that's all <laughs> everyone's watching now. That's what I hear all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TikTok's definitely the hot thing, dude. Um, but you know what? Speaking of TikTok, um, the the other thing about TikTok too is that there's a bunch of like nonsense, and I was just thinking, I'm like, damn, there's a lot of people that. Uh, that, that lo- I mean, I, I have a TikTok account and I just like, that's all I use it for nonsense. Right. Um, <laughs> but, but my point is that as a matter of fact, dude, what I was going to do is actually, I was going to create a video, a TikTok video right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but no, but what, what I was, what I was going to say was this, that, um, for example, there's uh there's also like, uh, you know, a lot of people that work off, uh, Instagram as influencers, right? And yeah, like 
like what what's gonna happen with them, right? What's gonna happen with a lot of these people who are making money off Instagram, like who were influencers, right? So that's the one thing where a lot of people are really gonna have to start like really worried or like not worried, but like start really thinking about like, you know, what is the next step, right? What are what are people gonna what are they gonna do when that runs out? You know? I mean Imagine like if you were making money off that, if that was your only source of income. Because there was people that were making a ton of money off that, man. Like a ton of money. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, don't you think that right now they're still making money because that's all there is. Instagram, TikTok, all those uh, social media platforms is what what is keeping people entertained right now. No, dude. Yeah, but a lot of of, influencers... are getting money off yeah, sponsors because they're cutting down their budgets. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. What was happening, it, it, Super? What was happening was this. Right now, with the, I'm saying if if you have a lot of them at home with nothing to do, what do you think they're gonna be doing? They're gonna be going on, on their phones and creating content and and I've been seeing a lot of lies, dude. I don't know. If, I think we talk about this. Well, but so here, here but here's the thing, though. Lewis did make a good point. Here's the thing. So when it comes to Instagram and any other platform like that, the way that influencers make money is through advertisers. And the thing is that, you know, a lot of these advertisers are smaller. uh, They're on the smaller scale and they're not going to make money anymore because their sponsors are going away. So if the sponsors keep going away, like how are these influencers going to make money? They're just not going to be able to make money. You know, and a lot of businesses, period, are, you know, they're, they're just cutting back, you know, like all these leggings, you know, like that the girl sponsor on Instagram and TikTok and all that stuff. It's like these legging companies, guess what? They're not making any leggings anymore, you know, so yeah. they can't be showing off their butts and be making any more money off that shit because, you know, the, the those companies aren't going to give them any more money. So that's how it works. Yeah. You know, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's it's. That, it's just that, a reality, dude. That, that's true. That and a lot of people are canceling um, certain subscriptions. Yep. So, yeah. 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 Plus subscription. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Little by little, it's gonna be like see what cancel, see what you need. Yeah. The people are gonna be like doing that free trial membership cancel and then get it like. A, fake email or something and then exactly yeah, trickle down effect exactly. oh, yeah, man, I just got three months free from Adobe oh you did oh. <laughs> yeah because I was about to cancel it and they gave me oh. three months free I was about to cancel hey, it what? I was about to cancel it today and they're like no you only get six dollars back I was like Psh. <laughs> forget that I just got Apple TV for a year but Apple TV is kind of whack to be honest yeah <laughs> I, got that, I got that free too yeah yeah Hey, make sure that nobody, 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 nobody from Apple listens to this because if not, they're gonna throw us under the bus. They're gonna be like, "We're never gonna answer. We're gonna never gonna advertise with a three online." Yeah, no, I love that. Apple TV is my favorite as of right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's wrap this thing up, man. I, it's uh, it, it always feels like it's um. Like a little somber show, but you know what? But I, I, I'm glad that you guys all are able to speak your minds because at least this is the least that we can do, man. This is the least that we can do because we're a community, you know? Before anything else, we're a community. We're all Latinos. We're all Mexicanos. And we all have different opinions. We're all going through our own different stories. And I'm glad that all of you guys can share your opinions, your thoughts. And, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's keep on encouraging our people. You know what I mean? Um... Hey, Ivan, so I'll give you 30 seconds, dude. Wrap things up. Do you want to give, like, a little shout-out to somebody? Or do you want to maybe, like, uh, you know, just say any kind of words? Uh, maybe somebody that you know that needs help, like an organization or somewhere that people may want to donate, either time or money? Uh, yeah, just a quick shout-out to everybody um, remaining positive. I know times are tough. I want to give a shout-out to my little sister who's been working on her jobs, thank God. But, you know... And for everybody, if they need help, um, give us, uh, give me, just DM if they need a shout out to the small business. Shout out to all you guys right here for speaking your mind, Joe. Thank you for letting us work with you. And we have to remain positive because we're gonna get through this one way or another. It's just a matter of time. No doubt, Edwin. 
Uh, nothing. I just thank you for your time. Stay safe. Uh, stay at home. And I'll keep you in my prayers. Simple as that. Shout out to La Foca. I forgot to shout out to La Foca today. <laughs> Super. Well, I just want to send, uh, you know, all my good vibes, my prayers to my friend, uh, Victor. Joe, you met him once. Uh, he's in ICU. He's connected to a ventilator. He's fighting this disease. So um, to all his family, I know they're not listening, but uh, but I just want to send that, you know, that good vibe and my prayers because, you know, he's a really good friend of mine. And, and I really hope that he beats this, you know, because... It would be a really, really uh, tough loss for many people. So a lot of people depend on him, and you know, it's it's like I said, it's it's not good. Wow, yeah, prayers, dude, Lewis. Yeah, well, I just want to say, uh, hopefully, everyone keeps continuing staying safe, uh, staying at home, uh, helping everyone, hoping everyone uh, continues following all the procedures as well, and then also. Uh, there's also a grant that I really want to quickly say that Verizon just came up with. So for small businesses who need that, if you guys want to contact anyone from 3 Online, I can give them the information. And anyone that needs it, please uh, reach out so we can give you guys the information. Absolutely, man. Yep. Um, so I just want to thank all of you guys for uh, for tuning in, and I want to thank you guys for uh, you know for participating as always. I know that it's uh, really tough times. For many people, but again, we have to remain strong. We have to remain positive. We have to understand that, you know, during tough times, it's uh, when characters are truly built, you know, because this is going to show the perseverance that we have as a community and as a, as a, as a human race. And, um, you know, super, like you said, you know, that's you're, you're, you're been personally impacted by this. Uh, some of us know people that are close to our hearts and uh, we just have to continue to stay strong, remain positive and we're going to get through it. So again, um, thank all of you. Uh, thank, 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 I want to thank all of you guys for, for uh, just taking uh, some of your time and, uh, and joining us today. And I, I want everybody to, you know, just again, continue to remain positive because that's all we can do right now. We got to remain positive um, and uh, you know, just keep pushing. Uh, for those of you guys that uh, just joined us, if you missed uh, most of this episode, make sure that you go to our YouTube channel and you can rewatch the replay of this. Uh, you know, it was a very good conversation, nice conversation with the group. So, again, thank, uh, thank everybody and uh, stay safe, man. You know, stay out of this coronavirus stuff. We don't want any more people in the hospitals. Later, guys. Thank you.